Ryder Nation, William Powell, bringing the energy, bringing the fight, bringing the fire every game day, every practice. Let's go, Ryder Nation. This is the Piffles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Alex. I'm still Steve. And I'm here. Wait, wait. What? Okay, are we doing... One second. Breaking news. Are we... Okay, this is the Eskimo Empire Podcast, correct? We are in Edmonton, right? I, I think so. Aren't we? That's that's where you're based in now, right? Uh, sure feels like it. Oh, my Lord. Greg, you're back. I'm back in Saskatchewan, baby. Feels wow. great. You know how long it's been since the three of us have like seen each other? Uh, Let alone been in a in a room together? Not long enough. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, thanks, Steve. Uh, really? They, I was they, gonna they, be like, they, new year, are... new you, but nope. nope. Steve, nope. Same old Steve. Still same a me. dick. Still a dick. <laughs> Too old to change. All That's I gotta, fair. all I gotta say though, it's awesome to be here. You know how long I've been waiting to say that? Probably about two months. <laughs> Pretty I think, much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you been in studio since he signed? No. Jesus. It's I, little, I'm serious. It's been a long time, guys. It's before November. It was before the Western Final, because I was in, actually, Winnipeg before that. Then I got back, Western Final, and then they shipped me off to Edmonton. So it's your fault. Yeah, apparently. Last year is your fault. There we go. Get out. All right. Wow. You're never going back to Winnipeg ever again. Actually, until until like yesterday, I thought uh, I was going to make fun of the Winnipeg Blue Blockers, but I guess I can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we can get to that in a little bit. Let's get started here. This is the Piffles Podcast, your premier Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan podcast. You can give us a follow on Twitter, at Piffles Pod. Feel free to give me a follow, at RealAlexD. I mean, if you want to, you can follow me, at Safamod. And you can follow and block me, at Greg on Sports. I love that the running gag will not, not go yeah, away. I'm, I'm still going to do it. I wrote so much <laughs> material based on being blocked by the Blue Bombers. I am going to keep on using it. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash pifflespodcast. Check us out on Instagram, pifflespod, and our website, pifflespodcast.com. Of course, Piffles Podcast is brought to you by Dairy Queen on Elphinstone Street and Sass Drive in Regina. Check them out on Skip the Dishes. And we're also a proud member of the CFPM, the Canadian Football Podcast Network, and a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. We actually have news to talk about, so we might as well jump right into it. Time for the opening kickoff. Still funny. Okay, I was <laughs> waiting for the laugh. Uh, if I laugh, I, I cough, so I'm trying not to. <laughs> so let's start with the Riders and Argos, officially announced as the Touchdown Atlantic game. I'm mad it's not in Mexico because I really wanted to try and crowdsource uh, a game year. to Mexico. Apparently, commissioner says next year's when they're going to be looking at kicking the tires for international games. So you can go get your uh, um, mask, your wrestling mask, your luchador mask, rider all, mask down and in all Mexico. The skulls and the yeah, they have more rider you gear than to, anywhere outside of Regina. You don't even have to pack rider gear; it's just it's there in Mexico. It is. It's amazing. Like you go down there to all those little stores, and it's like cowboys and Yankees and riders. And it's like one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> But they sell. You know they yeah. do. Cowboys, they suck. Yeah, that's yeah they haven't won a title in years. <laughs> <laughs> so just just this touchdown Atlantic altogether, guys, is it a great idea to send the riders to this? I've been pushing for this for years because it. 
I think the last touchdown Atlantic, I believe they were complaining that they really had to paper the crowd because it was the tickets just weren't moving. And the argument always was, well, the teams, usually Montreal or Toronto, did not want to give up their rider game because, unfortunately, these neutral side games, usually you have to share the, the uh, gate attendance with the team you're playing against. Well, the riders usually are the highest attended um, game for every franchise out there. They didn't want to give that up. That's a big gate revenue. I mean, I'm right there with you. It's great, great for the league. I, I wonder why the Argos would agree to this, though. I mean, like you said, giving up a rider home game for a team that's struggling like Toronto to pull in fans just seems like a questionable decision to me. But I like it from a league perspective. I don't think it was probably the Argos' choice. I think this is the league tr- throwing the new owners out in the Atlantic a bone because they're having trouble right now getting community support for the stadium. If they if they would throw out a game out there, and let's say it is the Argos and BC Lions, they're, they're thinking the riders will be a draw and will actually fill the stadium as opposed to have it half empty. We're already seeing fans from, from Saskatchewan on fan boards planning their trips out there months in advance like this there we are that stadium's going to be green we need to start a patreon so we can get out there because that would be one hell of a party it's gonna be like a mini great cup festival that they're taking out there as well riderville is going to be there the atlantic scooters room is going to be there oh that's the best room at great cup and it's just going to be a three Lobster rolls no i just like the music yeah. Toronto big and tiger town are always the best rooms you know why because there's nobody there and all the games you don't have to wait in line to play games you just go up and play the games at least that's what it was in Regina in 03. <laughs> Mega Jenga, foosball, air hockey. That was great. All good things. All good all, things. All very good things. Spirit of Edmonton is the correct answer, by the way. 10,000 seats. 6,000 of them are going to be temp seats. You guys worried about that? That kind of worries me just a little bit that's, at, at this stadium. That's a small... That's a small stadium for a CFL or professional football game. It, even if it sells out, it's going to look almost a little embarrassing on TV to see 10,000 fans there. I, I don't think so. It's, it'll look like a Toronto yeah, home I was, was going to say, it's gonna, it, it can't be any worse than Toronto the last couple of years at the Sky Dome. It'll, it'll look better than Toronto because at least the, the side where the, the fans sit in Toronto is the one that's not on TV. <laughs> right. But if, if you get 10,000 fans and you shoot it right, it's going to look a lot more than 10,000. If you have a big building with not, no one there, it looks terrible. Like, and, that, and that's the, the way it's going to be. I think it's, unless they do it like a ton of aerial shots and show you how small that stadium is, it's not going to be a big deal. The thing I hate about this and the, just, it's just the scheduling of it. The riders play five days after. Like that's a really tough trip, especially way out in the Atlantic and coming back. Like, yeah, okay, they got, you can do a Montreal and come back home, but still, that's another, you know, hour onto it. But it's just like it doesn't seem like much, but that's a really tight squeeze for a team, especially when you're traveling that much. And you know, there's going to be a ton of hype behind it, and there's going to be parties, and it's going to be tough. Oh, for it's the, a good thing they have the week off before. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's going to it's going to be one of those. It, it's it, it's an event more than a game, and I get it, but it, it's good for the league, and they're trying to basically. Nurture this market so they can get that 10th team that people have been begging for for years. And whatever it takes to get that team into existence. I mean, if the Riders got to go to Atlantic Canada, do it. Whatever it takes. How CFL would it be for them to announce the Atlantic Schooners twice 
show a logo, and both times it failed. That would be pretty CFL. Yeah. Still a very distinct possibility. <laughs> oh, I know. Charleston Hughes restructures his contact contract and gets a raise. A raise, a fifteen thousand dollar raise. Apparently, he was making one fifty. Supposed to make, be making one fifty this year. Now he's going to be making one sixty five. Although he's contemplating retirement, apparently. Is they, this a good deal for Charleston Hughes? Well, then I hope to God they didn't give him a signing bonus if he's, signing bonus if he's thinking about uh, retirement. Mo pricing us. Oh, can we, we can't get deranted by our own player, can we? It's possible. After all the, the laughter we sent Winnipeg's way, if they win the Grey Cup and we get deranted. Oh. It's a good thing by the time they get the internet and hear this. <laughs> It'll be long gone by then. The good, the good news is, though, I, I'm i wondering if part of that retirement talk that Charleston was giving, because he was signed for this year, was basically, hey, you know, thinking about hanging him up. You know, it kind of sucks during a Grey Cup year. It's one of those, would $15,000 extra get you to stay around for one more year? I, I don't see him quit. I don't, I, I don't see him walking away at this point. I really don't. Not after, what, four straight years leading the league in, in sacks. I can't see him walking away from that. And that's why this is such a great deal. Yeah, he's, what, 36 years old or whatever he is now, which I would normally say 165 for a, a 36-year-old defensive end. Hard no. Let him walk. He has one year left in him. But Grey Cup at home, the guys led the league in sacks for four straight years, like you said. He's not slowing down. Yeah, a lot of those numbers in the first half of the season, but brings. You bring back AC Leonard with him and and what we should have on the D line. I still think that's a great deal. The Riders need that that veteran for the Grey Cup run. Are you okay? You're gonna die. I don't know. Just one second. There you go. Coronavirus. Yeah. There you go. Okay, now we're all we're all better. But it's a great deal for the Riders because you get that veteran for one more year. Yeah. Okay. Another fifteen thousand dollars. But that also kind of that. that $15,000 is probably going to come from part of Micah Johnson's contract because I don't think he's coming back. And we'll, I mean, we'll talk about that when we get to kind of free agent prognostications in a little bit, but it's a great deal for the riders. You get one more year to groom another guy behind him. And that man's probably Chad Jeter. Right? Yep. Mm. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that too. You got Ace, you got Ace Jeter, on, Jeter on the inside. Nope. Jeter's nope. an outside guy. Yeah. You got G- you got Jeter, you got Hughes, you got you got Mac and Zach Evans on the inside. I'm fine with that defensive line. And that's assuming that Micah Johnson goes elsewhere in, in free agency. I, I don't see how we keep him, but like you said, we'll get to that in a bit. Since we've been gone, the Riders announced almost a full coaching staff. We'll go down these names here, and uh I just want to get your guys' uh, thoughts at the end here. Head coach, special teams coordinator, Craig Dickinson. We know that. Offensive coordinator, we knew that. Jason Moss. And I know you haven't been here for it, but we have talked about that. Defensive coordinator, Jason Shivers. Obviously keeping the continuity there, which is great. Wide receivers coach, Travis Moore. Offensive line, Stephen Sorrells. Running backs, new guy here, Tim Prinson. Offensive assistant, Josh Lambert. Defensive backs coach, Richard Kent. Linebackers coach, Dion Melvin. And special teams coach, Kent Majuri. No D-line coach announced yet. Apparently that's going to be coming later, which is fine. Moss, we're assuming, is going to be the QB coach. It was hinted at, but it just yeah, makes I thought sense, they, right? They were kind of dancing around that. I think he's 
I think they're holding that spot, hoping Ricky Ray at some point comes in the future. Now, the one thing that got me was special teams. We have two guys. So we have a special teams coach and we have a special teams coordinator in Craig Dickinson. So Craig Dickinson, Craig Dickinson is still overlooking everything. So he's going to have still a positional coach for it. I, Do we really need two guys on special teams? I, I don't hate that. I think this is going to be, I don't think it's going to affect the game so much as it's for practices where you have Craig basically go, hey, Kent, you got this. I'm going to go deal with the offense. I'm going to deal with the defense. I think that's the way it's going to, the hierarchy is going to work. I think it's just official that was going on last year. I wonder if, if kind of building around that is this allows him game day to have somebody look at special teams only. So Craig Dickinson will still overlook everything in, in practice, and that'll still be his, his baby kind of thing. But during a game, you have somebody dedicated to special teams so that he can focus. Because how many times do, you know, do we rag on his time clock management or, or not whatever wear, not, not wearing a headset when he's talking to the special teams. Right, so he, can, so he can do, he can focus on the head coaching duties during the game and not worry about the position. I think that's exactly what it is. You're going to have Dickinson put in his game plan, his preparation and and basically say game day can't you do your thing but i i think i like it the one i'm really excited for though is uh running backs coach tim princeton look what he did last year in edmonton with uh with cj gable and well a revolving door of running backs due to injury throughout the entire season i'm excited to see what he'll do with william powell next year i just hope we use william powell this year that's what i want no, you only use him between the fives, not in, not from the five to the goal line. That's a bad idea. Well, what? see, that's a that? see, that's a Stephen McAdoo thing or a McAdont thing, I guess we should say. But when it comes down to it, all the position coaches, like, yeah, it's it's, it's important to the team. Don't get me wrong; I'm not going to under, undersell that by any means. It's very important to the team who your defensive backs coach is, <coughs> and so on, right? But ultimately, does anybody really care outside of off- offensive coordinator and defensive co- coordinator? Unless you have like some hotshot coach coming up through the ranks, and no one really cares because no one's going to hear. Something's going to happen with the offense. They didn't run the ball right. The running back runs through the wrong lane or whatever. They're not going to get mad at Tim Prince, and they're going to get mad at Jason Moss, right? Then he's going to throw a Gatorade jug, and there's a circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> we should put an over under on how many Gatorade jugs we go through well, at Mosaic Stadium. Well, this considering year. he's up in this booth, it shouldn't be but if that he's, bad. But if he's quarterback's coach, he'll be down on the he field, might be. right? I guess, yeah. I hope he's down on the field just for one Gatorade toss. Just one. He needs to get out of the way early, though. Right? Because he knows it's coming. Get it done Get it done in the preseason. Yeah. We all want to see it. Just make it so. Well, free agency is coming up. February 11th is the uh, first day that uh, teams can officially sign players. But this year, they're finally getting to it. The the legalized tampering window. The Hervey window. Right? I have I have branded that the Hervey window. It deserves to be there because you know it's true. They, it's, di- they did it to stop Ed Hervey or to at least match everyone up to Ed Hervey. Well, just wait more than three minutes before you sign Odell Willis. Like, jeez. There's no way faxes at that time could get done in time. And that the, the best is I can I can no longer like put out my tweet where only a time machine can beat the uh, Odell Willis signing because there's no way I, like that was that was so obvious. One one thing that intrigued me was I saw players uh, tweeting out complaining about this new rule. Uh, Derek Dennis is one of them saying he wasn't a fan of the new rule, and I wonder why. Is it because he knows that the big the big name guys will always get their day one deal, but now these other guys who, you know, might get some of that extra cash are going to get their offers 
Well, it's going to kind of force a player to choose right away instead of trying to wait out a few things and, and do what's best for him, right? So if a team's like, hey, Manny Arsenal, we, we want to sign you to $100,000. He's like, he goes, takes that to another team. Okay, well, we want to sign you for 120. He takes it back to the other team and they're like, I don't know. And then it's just too much juggling back and forth and he might not get signed. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I read all these offers actually have to be registered with the league. Yes. Before they're even actually ratified on the... So if team, if the riders offered Manny Arsenal 120K, let's just throw out a number there for no reason. If they offer him 120K, he's like, okay, I'll take that to BC. And they're like, well, we want you back, but 100K. If he goes back to the riders, their offer stays at 120. Yeah. They can't lowball him again and be like, well, well you're only going to get 100 there. Well, our offer is now 110. They can't do that. So they're like locked in at that 120. So it's really going to make negotiating just really weird for players. Will, will other teams know what a guy is offered? Like, will they be able to look oh, and yeah. see? Well, yeah. if they're, you know, they're Arsenal got 120 here, they're registered with the league. So <laughs> these guys all know what they make. Yeah. So you can't have an agent going, I swear the riders offered me 150. What do you got? When in reality, the riders hit 125. Uh, uh, when, when an agent is representing so many of these players, uh, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see them doing that. That's a, that's that's bad business. It'd be fun though. That's what I'd do. I'd be a terrible agent. But the <laughs> NHL just started this a couple of years ago or last year or whatever it was. The NBA has been doing this for a while. And it's, remember DeAndre Jordan when he got uh, when he, he was, was locked, locked in a down, room, locked down. When he was Mar- deciding Mar- between the Dallas Mavericks Mar- and the Mar- Clippers. Mar- yeah, like, Mark Cuban like uh, basically playing hide and go seek, driving around. Yeah, it was awesome. That's awesome. I love this. This tampering window is great. We all know tampering happens in the CFL anyway. But but the best actually I think the best thing about this is you you are going to have those like last year when Bo Levi Mitchell was in town. It was one of those hush hush oh my god, Bo Levi Mitchell's walking around the stadium type thing. And then but in the NHL, like I remember when Oilers were going after Milan Lucic and also there was a big thing they Media met him at the airport. Like, hey, look what happened if you become an oiler. Like, this is another way for the CFL to kind of be in the media a little more present. And it starts on Super Bowl Sunday, too. It does, too. Yeah, it goes for a week until the 9th. And then the 10th is kind of a, but an off it, day from it, which But what is about the weird, XFL but... season? They're, st- they're stomping all over the XFL season. I'm excited for that. I don't at, care what anybody says. And the Mass Singer. Let me enjoy my football. Uh, I don't care about Mass Singer. Give me my football. Seattle Dragons, let's go. Former Ryder Connections, Kenneth Farrow, running back. I was close. I was, I was a Dragons fan for four of, or five like of my seven days. I know. I was actually secretly hoping the Dragons would win as soon as they took off. And then the Vipers. Well, they got a lot Twitter of CFL handle. ties. Well, the, their, the twi- their actual team Twitter was the one that pushed me over the top. They, uh, they tweeted it out and suddenly they went from fourth place to first place in an hour. And now I'm a Vipers fan. Huh. Yay, Mark Tressman. Guardians, baby. June Jones. That's June well. Jones. TJ Barnes, former writer. Where's Jerry Glanville? He is on the Vipers. Is, yeah, he's on is the, he Vipers with the Vipers. Too. Oh, oh no, June Jones is somewhere else. I'm no, sorry. No, he's at Glanville. No, uh, Jones is in uh, Houston. That's it. But Glanville's a Viper? Yeah. Glanville's a Viper. Yeah. Oh, I made the right choice then. Just for his game day look, that big. Yeah, I love it. Love it. We should do a fantasy draft. Don't, 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 get, don't get me started on that uh, Vipers logo, though. It looks, it looks okay, like graphic guy. No, no, no. Look at that logo and tell me what it looks like. That's all. Just look like at a, it. Like a Vipers logo. Yeah, that's what it is. Starts with a V, though. 
Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, free agency. Riders free agents. These are the guys that are remaining. I want to get your take. Do they return? Yes or no? Maybe a quick reason why. Manny Arsenault. No. No. I think we're all in agreement there. Albert Awachi. Probably. Probably. Brandon Bartlett. Passport, baby. No. Darius Playdeck. No. Definitely no. not. Really? I don't see it. No. Why? Are you asking should he or, or will he? Will he? Have you listened to or seen his tweets out lately? It's sure sounding like the riders are lowballing him just based on the way he's talking. Yeah, it sounds like he's begging. Honestly. Somebody doesn't know, or somebody thinks his worth is far higher than the offers he's getting. I don't see him back unless he. It's going. It's going to be interesting. It's going to come down to what someone else on the open market gives him for. He's a big, strong guy, Canadian passport, but obviously the riders don't see much in him if they're lowballing him. And I wonder if it's tied to this next name on the list, Philip Blake. I want him back so bad. Yes, absolutely. I th- I think yeah. I think it's one between one of the two. Is it Darius Bladeck or Philip Blake? Which one do you take? I mean, which one should you take, uh, Bladeck? In theory, yes. Younger Far guy, younger. But are, are we ta- are we talking like 20 thir- 2013 team model? Or are we talking twenty? Uh, we want twenty one and twenty two. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, Bladeck makes sense for the future. Blake is if for now. To Kobe Cofield. Yeah, he'll be back. It's either a coin flip for him or the next one. They're taking one of the, one of the two. They're not taking both. Thaddeus Coleman is that next name. I'll go no because I said yes to. Yeah, I don't think Coleman's back. Dyshawn Davis. No, I hope he's back. <laughs> well, with what we have in the can at I linebacker guess, yeah. right now, he might end well, up being a very important player on this well, team. One linebacker is better than no linebackers. Yeah, Lavar Edwards. No, no. Solomon Elamimian. I say he's back. A year ago, I never thought I would have said this, but God, I hope so. I really hope he's back too. I think I think he's back. I don't think I don't hope. I think he's back. He's I, that to me that in this 2013 season, he's that G. Roy Simon for this team. Except he'll actually accomplish things all season long. Yes. yes. Also true. Shaq Evans. Yes, he'll be back. He'll be back. I don't know. I am pretty confident he, he has a contract. I'm, yeah, I'm signed surpri- already. I'm surprised that one hasn't come. He's out yet. still here. His girl's in Regina. Yeah, he, like I mean, he he's he, not going anywhere. He's, he's put down roots. I, I, uh, I get the feeling he's waiting for that offer window to to get a couple the NFL. of yeah, well, and, or just to get a couple listens to see what other teams would throw at him, and if the riders are close, he'll he'll be back. I think he wants best in the league money, which he's not, and he's not going to get that just in going into what a third year. He's not going to get that. I'm trying to think who would actually throw that at him. Toronto, maybe, maybe Montreal. You're Toronto. You throw that money at Darrell Walker. Well, they haven't signed him yet. I'd rather have Darrell Walker than Shaq Evans, if I'm being completely honest. If I'm Toronto, if I'm Toronto, I was going to say, I think they Toronto, could, sure. I think they can sign Shaq Evans for less than they can sign Darrell Walker, though. Probably, but I'd still rather have Darrell Walker if I'm them. That's assuming that SJ Green yeah. goes somewhere else. Alex Gagne? Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Ed Gainey. I don't Gone. Think so. I think so. Gone. He's got to be. Nope. I think his uh, his best days are behind him. His 10 interception season. I mean, he wasn't bad last year. What, he had four picks last year? But I don't I don't think the money is worth it. His best days, like a number one receiver, are behind him. Oof. Oof. 
Sam Earl. Will he be ahead of him? No, you always say a receiver gets behind. I guess. Uh, maybe? He'll be back. Micah Johnson. Oh, he's gone. He gone. See ya. I think so, too. Cameron Judge. Oh, man, please Please, be back. God. Please. This is the one free agent on this list when please you look at everything. Jesus. This is the guy that needs to come back. This is the Riders' top priority is Cameron Judge. There's a lot of other guys on this list that, that are important. But, but none have that importance of Cameron Judge right now. Who would have thought that 18 months ago, that I Cameron did. Judge would be a priority? I did. I'd love to go back to the tapes on that one. I'm, don't get me wrong. It's not like I was banging a drum carrying a <laughs> sign outside the stadium. You should do that. I, I should. No. We'll post it on, uh, we'll do like an IG story. That'd be funny. IG. Oh, Instagram. The gram. The gram. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it, it's just? I don't know what now? the cool kids are saying. I'm so far removed from those people. I don't know. Oh, can I say those people on on the air? Yes, yes, you oh. could. That I believe is is still a thing you can do. Yeah, Den- just, just don't just don't do the follow up line that he had to that. That was the actual <laughs> problem. Denzel Radford. No. Meh. Jordan Reeves. Good special teams guy. He's a rider. Once a rider, always a rider. Till he's gone, and that's after, this year after his. Uh, Latest Twitter little outburst. I don't. Yeah, think, that, I don't think yeah. he's back. Yeah. I don't think you can kind of say that stuff. True. I, I kind of forgot about that. I don't think Craig Dickinson will stand for that. And this guy hasn't played a like meaningful. And when was the last time Jordan Reed's actually played? Twenty eighteen. But like, can you remember anything out of that? Like, oh, he had a great special teams tackle. Great. You can get almost anybody to do that. True. I'm, I'm having a lot of difficulty. Naaman Roosevelt. Well, considering he's an honorary Canadian now, I, he's back. He's got to be. He'll be back. I think so. John Ryan. Gone. I already said Ronnie Pfeffer is going to be your punter. Uh, Did you? Yeah, in the uh, WTF. Oh, I usually stop when it comes to your name. Because oh, I'm the last one. You just read, you're just you the first one. You read your point and you just shut the window. Alphabetical order, yeah. baby. I say not even alphabetical. I just go in the order. I made I'm the, number one. I mean, I mean, I made the order once, and I'm like, <laughs> I'll do mine last because it was the Sean Lemon joke because I just had to wait all the way to the end for it, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'll just leave it all the same. Marcus Thigpen, he gone. He's gone. I think he's back. And finally, Jeremy's Ver, uh, Canadian offensive lineman. Sign him up. He can end up being the sixth old lineman this year. Why not? Keep him around. Absolutely. Is he the guy from the Huskies? He is yes, from the Huskies. Yes. Yeah. There's a throwback. Do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about that uh, that fake Canadian thing? Because we kind of mentioned that the last episode. I think I don't know. It's been so long since we recorded. I think it makes things interesting, especially if you look at some of these guys on here. They qualify. Manny Arsenault technically qualifies. Manny Arsenault, Solomon Olivian, um, Philip Blakewood, Marcus Sigpen well, does. Philip Blake's a Canadian anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a real he, Canadian. He definitely I'm counts. A real boy. But Roosevelt does. Johnson does, actually, now I think about it. Ed Gainey does. Ed Gainey would. Yep. Like, basically, every American on here pretty much qualifies for this fake Canadian role. Yes. I, it's such a weird thing to do. I'm surprised they, I'm surprised they actually capped it so low. Like, I understand the, like, three, three years on one team, but the four years in the league, like. That's, that's the mistake they made was the, it should have been five. I think five is the right number for the. 
See, le- I don't, I don't think league. it should be. I don't think it should be league wide. It should be team specific. I don't know. Then, then you got a guy like, like a Manny Arsenault. So he would, ne- if he wants, because basically what why they made this f- fake Canadian window is to try to get the salaries between Canadian veterans and the American veterans just a little off. a little more on par. But then you'll have so if Manny Arsenault leaves. BC, like he, like, well, they caught him. I get it. But let's say he was a free agent. He wanted to leave BC. Well, then there's no reason for him to leave because he no longer counts as a Canadian any, anywhere else. So then all of a sudden he's taking a pay cut again. Right? Yeah. So I, these. But still, it's just like, what do fans want? They want guys to latch on to and to be fans of all the time. They want a Weston Dressler. Oh, no, they want a John Chick that's going to no, be I here agree. for a while. I, I, I agree. And that's how you're going to get it. it and if good. you make these guys an honorary Canadian, that's how you do it. Yeah, and that's good. And that's great for the fans. I get it. That's terrible for the players. The PA would never sign off on that. That's my point. Uh, there's a lot of things that the PA wouldn't sign off on and they end up kind of doing it. Anyway. Agreed. But they probably could have made that any, any team in the league window, yeah, like five, six years, kind of... That way you keep a guy past two contracts. That probably would have helped a little bit better, but yeah, no. But your average playing uh, for a professional footballer is only like three years usually anyway. So so week one, we got four games going on. Of the eight teams playing, how many seventh Canadians drop within 10 minutes? I, In theory, I think it would be a, a couple because you can replace them with one of those Americans, but... Honestly, I don't really see it happening. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people like say, "Oh, they're going to play four Americans and six Canadians." I, I don't see it being that. Do I see? Do I see teams using it in close games when they mean a little more near the end of the season? I yeah, someone's coming up. Someone's coming up with a limp. Well, someone's going to do that, and then it's going to throw everything like. People are going to react, and it's going to go crazy. Oh, and that's it. If, if they and then the league is going to find a way to tweak it. Before yeah. the next week, and yeah. then screw up everything. Because that's and the CFL we change rules midseason. So, and that that's why I don't see them. I don't see too many coaches going too crazy with it because they know immediately it's going to get shut down. Yeah, but if you're going to do it, you might as well be the first one to to do it before it gets shut down. No. Well, someone's going to do it, like I said. But I don't. I don't see them abusing it as much as people think they are. That's the opening kickoff presented by Kathy Festion of Royal LePage Regina Realty. Check out her Facebook page, Kathy Festion Royal LePage. Time for halftime here. And uh, how you guys doing? I you guys a, good? I got Edmonton tonsillitis. They got to stop sending you places. They do. This is not the Winnipeg. I avoided that. I don't know what they would call the Edmonton disease. Living in Edmonton? Ouch. Like I said, I, I like Edmonton. Edmonton I like Edmonton. tonsillitis is what, how I, but it's hard to say. I've tried. It's really hard to say. It spells easily. You guys excited for WrestleMania? Because we're going to we're going to win it. We're going to Raw, we're, baby. I said we're we're not going to send you to Winnipeg anymore. We're, we're, we're going, going to Winnipeg. Raw. We're going to we're Raw on purpose. Yeah, I, God, we're doing that twice this year. What's wrong with us? Well, the Banjo Bowl is just awesome, though. Actually, I watched the Royal Rumble this past weekend. I, it got me more excited for wrestling than it has been in a long time. It was a good show. I'm gonna try and watch every Monday Night Raw between now and uh, WrestleMania, so I know who half these people are. This isn't me deep diving and wanting to know who everybody is now, so don't don't take it as that, Greg. Because yeah. I know you're the one that watches wrestling out of all of I, us here. Actually, I don't watch a lot of the new stuff. I well, really you watch a lot more than than we do. Oh, I know. Oh no, I I keep up with. It. I watch the because uh, I got the network, so I watch a lot of the old stuff. But yeah, I watch like the new specials slash pay per views, but I don't follow a lot. 
I did see though on on the Twitter that Edge was back for the Royal Rumble. That was awesome. And okay, well, spoiler alert because one of the guys I work with is going to that in uh, in Winnipeg as well too. I brought this up with him. He goes, oh, I don't know if Edge is going to be there because he took a concerto or something on Monday Night Raw. And, he'll be oh, he's out. I'm like, yeah, but if he's going to come back anywhere. It's he, in Winnipeg. He, he's going to come back in Winnipeg. He's going to do it in Canada and the place is going to, I'm going to mark out. Oh, it's. Sorry, what does mark out mean? Go crazy. Fangirl. He's going to fangirl. Is, that, is this a wrestling really term? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. I have a month to learn this stuff. Uh, mark is. It's a, like what I do when you show up. That's not very exciting. Okay. It's what I do when. No, I don't do when that he when leaves. Greg shows up. Yeah, it's what yeah. I do when you leave. Well, how am I supposed to know what that looks like? I, I feel know. like I missed a word in there. How am I supposed it, to know what that it, looks it's, like? It's what he does when he, when he sees a puppy. Ah, oh, there we go. Oh. That's better. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm ex- I'm, I've seen Edge once already, like years ago, but the fact that he's back is awesome. Um, I think we're going to see Brock Lesnar because we are very close to his hometown now. That's like a couple hour drive for him yeah, from the farm that he's on, right? Pretty much. And he's, oh, yeah, he he's their champion. He? he 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 farms uh, by Maryfield, Saskatchewan. Random Brock, Brock Lesnar story that story that comes up every time we talk. Remember yeah. when we yep. saw him in the Minnesota airport? Yeah, that was him super and, uh, cool. Sable, yeah. Sable. I was gonna say China, but that wasn't right. No, no, no. I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget that China. Or thanks a lot. I'll never forget that Sable walks by us and heads go back. Wow, wow. Keep walking. Big dude walks what, 10 feet behind her or something like that? I'm like, that guy's huge. Like, didn't even register and you kind of do a double take. You're like, holy crap, that's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, their kids are now playing. And then um, you look back, you're like, oh, that was Sable. Holy crap, I should have stopped them. Yeah, th- and then I would have realized I would have gotten killed. Yeah. I don't know if we can really be truly Canadian when we were more excited by uh, Brock Lesnar and Sable than we were by uh, the Stanley Cup sitting. Yeah, and the guy comes up to us because like, we're wearing hockey jerseys. So we're on our way to Pittsburgh and the guy's like, hey, you guys want to see the Stanley Cup? All right. And there was only like a couple people around it too. It was really weird. There was like nobody there. So it was just another opportunity to go get our pitcher with the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Lesnar's kids are playing hockey now. Imagine Sable's a hockey mom at the, oh, at the, God. At, at the Merrifield rink every uh, Saturday. <laughs> Road trip. Yeah. We're going to Merrifield, Saskatchewan to watch uh, novice hockey. Kids will probably like powerbomb kids <laughs> and other kids on the ice or something. That'd be awesome. <coughs> Um, one more thing in halftime here. Kavis Reed returning to the CJFL to the Edmonton Wildcats as their offensive coordinator. He the, was a general manager of a CFL team. Now he's the OC of a CJFL team. The PFC. I am going to get my Kavis Reed picture this year. I gotta ask, how many envelopes of cash did he or full of cash <laughs> did he make <laughs> he, he, to he play need, for Edmonton or he, to coach Edmonton? He needs to make. Well, he needs. Well, oh my God. Okay. Think about the Wildcats. It's been. I want to say almost four years since they've had a win. Well, they didn't get one with this signing. Either. Yeah, no, like they, they just can't. They can't get a break. Is what I'm trying to say here. And the offensive coordinator too. Offensive. These are the consequences. Yeah, these right? are the consequences, right? Don't get me wrong. Consequences. Like the, the Wildcats needed something. Like I said, they've had some had some rough years. Edmonton Huskies, the other team in town, are by far the best. One of the best teams in the league. They always compete with the Thunder. And the Hilltops. Uh, and they get all the best talent out of Edmonton. So hopefully this can help them with the recruiting, if anything. And I won't say anything bad about Kavis the person. He actually is a really, really nice guy. Every interaction I've had with him has been nothing but positive, And he's always super nice, super polite. So I will say he is a very nice man. So 
Good. For I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like we're just crapping all over him, like Danny Machocha did today. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> we can get to that here in the Churchill Brewing Company odds and end zones. Okay. Well, Danny Machocha crapping on. Uh, what a what a quote that was! Basically saying they're already in salary cap trouble because of the previous regime. They let Antonio Pipkin go, and he was due about fifteen or twenty three thousand dollars in bonuses over the next like leading up to train camp. And then they signed James Wilder, which couldn't have been cheap either. Like, don't get me wrong, I understand. Stand back going to yeah, stand what, back. Vegas. Yeah, they 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 need a running back, but Wilder ain't cheap either. Well, and they just gave uh, Vernon Adams a half million dollar a year contract too. How many Fajardos is that? I think it's like 1.2 Fajardos. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's in uh, Montreal through 2022. Jonathan Jennings, Will Arndt, cut by Ottawa. I liked your uh, office space kind of meme. <laughs> Will Arndt, Ardent, well, you aren't working here anymore. anymore. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Will Arndt actually just signed to BC as well, too. So he'll be How many quarterbacks fighting are they... for a backup spot with uh, Vinny Testaverde Jr.? How many, quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks are they bringing into? <laughs> <laughs> like they're bringing what five quarterbacks in the camp already, and they like they haven't even done spring camps yet. Are they, are they worried they won't be able to keep uh, Riley upright again this year? No, or what? Leave no stone unturned. How how quickly after free agency opens or the window opens do uh, the Lions contact Derek Dennis? Uh, or, they, you know, they, have? Der- they have. I was like, they probably have already. And Derek Dennis has kind of gone on the record and say he hasn't gotten an offer. Calgary has not talked to him at all. So I'm curious How? where a guy like him goes because when he came here, I feel like he was exposed while oh, he was here. Big time. He is a product of the Calgary system, and that's a good offensive line system that they have. It's designed not to keep you know blocking for six seconds. Lord knows in Saskatchewan. That's what our defense. That's what our offense was designed for the last couple of years, especially with Cody and running around and, and everything. That's not Derek Dennis's strong suit. <coughs> quick throws. Bo Levi Mitchell gets rid of the ball super quick in in Calgary. The, the reads are are short reads and and quick reads, and then you open that up to to take longer passes. But I mean, he'll sign somewhere. Derek Dennis will still sign somewhere. I just don't know where next year. BC needs an offensive line, so that's probably stop number one. Uh, that's my guess is where he ends up. He's probably already got a room rented there. Did you guys see um, the CFL's top 50 or top 30 free agent rankings came out? Lewis Ward, kicker for the Ottawa Red Blacks, was ranked higher on this list than a guy like oh, Jawan Breskison out of Calgary. You're ranking a kicker. Higher than a receiver. Yes, he had the 69 straight, nice, field goals made. But they were all short kicks. Almost every single one of them. And last season, once he started kicking it from 40-plus every once in a while, he was average at best. I think he's a good kicker. He's not great. He's not put on an exciting he's free over, agent list. Great. He's overrated. And third? Jawan Breskison is way more important than a Lewis Ward. Breskison is a ratio breaker in the CFL. He had his coming out party last year where he just exploded onto the scene. We knew he was going to be good from his previous year in, in 2017, but 2018, or sorry, in 2018, 2019, he really took off. And the sky's the limit for this kid. Why he's lower than 
Lewis Ward is beyond me. And really, if you think about it, who's going to be tripping over themselves to sign a kicker? Like Pretty who, much everybody else is set. Yeah, I was going to say, who needs a kicker besides Ottawa if he goes anywhere? They're going to be so mad at me that I said that. People in Ottawa love this guy. I think he's the second coming of, I don't know, Brett Lothar. Some other kicker? <laughs> <laughs> like they're treating him like he's Louis Pasaglia or something, and I don't, I don't well, get I that I think a love. big part of it is the story behind him and... Lord oh, it's a good story. Like he's, the security guard yeah. at the stadium hey, turned I, professional I, football player. I, I'm I'm glad that the Make a Wish kid could be a kicker in this league because wow. Well, sorry. He looks like he's twelve. <laughs> and with that, Greg is taking another month off. Next point: <laughs> CFL All Star Game. Do you think there should be a CFL All Star no. Game? No. Nobody would care. <laughs> That's what I said, and I got r- rings with the Nobody goals. cares about the Pro Bowl, and these are the best football players in the world. More people care about the dodgeball game, and that's what I said. Make it, make a skills competition, play dodgeball, get the stars they out there. They used to have this. It was the Damon Allen quarterback challenge. Do it. and Bring pe- that back, but pe- do it with, like, Henry Burris instead. Yeah. Bring it back to CFL week. Bring in the Bring top CFL quarterback yeah. from each... You know, each division, the top three receivers, the top three defensive backs. Yeah. You know, bring a... Bring a 10 players from each division and have a skills comp. When you have four teams or five in the East, sorry, five in the West, having that few teams to pull in from would make an all-star game embarrassing. Imagine be, you're the second best, because you can't have just one starting lineup. So you're bringing in two quarterbacks. So half the league makes the all-star game. Yeah, pretty much that crap out of here. Anybody who's talking about it, just stop. And okay, and what does it do other than cost the league money? Embarrass the league. Well, well, besides that, but like it's not, it's not, it's not going to raise the profile of the league. No, it's not going to bring in the ad revenue. But hey, let's crop over CFL 2.0 when we could have an all star game. Like no. Oh Hey, who should uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle cheer for now that they live in Canada? I could not possibly care any less. You would not like to see Meghan Markle in a Ryder jersey. I would love to see that. I'm, I'm not saying anything on the record. Nope. They should cheer for the Riders. Canada's team. The Riders play in Regina. The Queen the City. City. Named after Queen Victoria. Yeah, but so, they, they separated themselves from the monarchy. I know, but you still keep that tie with them by cheering for the Riders. I'm not one of these guys that you guys know this, that I wouldn't just say cheer for the Riders just because I'm a Ryder fan like everybody else does. You guys know I'm not like that. I will say cheer for Toronto because they need the fans. You guys know that about me. Everybody that listens to the show knows that about me. Yeah, but they live in BC. The tie to this just makes too much sense. They have to cheer for the Riders. And I really want Meghan Markle to come to a game here. and Imagine the Kong show with those two in in the stadium as it is. Well, we don't need Prince Harry there. Gun show either way. I want a date with Meghan Markle is what I'm trying to say. But that's why she needs to cheer for the Riders. <laughs> I watched every episode of Suits She Owes That's me. a great show. I haven't watched the whole Never series, Never seen though. a single minute of it. It's actually a really good show. You should watch that. Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Who you got? Oh, they still do this after the Patriots go out? Yeah. What the hell? What? It's weird. I'm not going to lie. You know how nice it is? You know, know how weird it was for me following, like, like it's conference final. What am I going to do? The Patriots aren't playing. Like, literally, that's how I felt. I was like, I don't know. You know, you know what I did? I watched my team open up more more uh, space than the Red Sea for, uh, for Raheem Mostert on conference finals day. That was fun. I'd make fun, but my team sucks. So, I never brought So did mine yet. that day. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. 
I'm going to oh, say the, the 49ers win only because I always try to cheer for the team that beat my team in the finals. I hate the Chiefs, so being a Broncos fan, so go Niners. Obvious exception, I did not cheer for the Bombers because to hell with the Bombers. Uh, sweet Jimmy G. Of course you cheer for the 49ers. More importantly, though, what's on the menu? I'm be playing hockey. I make, a, I make a mean buffalo chicken dip. Prove it. I will. Okay. I'm going to great. Whatever. I'm coming to your place for Super Bowl then. I'm hoping Amy makes nachos. Oh, I remember. Was it last year we went to your house for Super Bowl before hockey? Uh, no, it was two years two ago. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. And there was like yeah, five was of Philly us one. that gigantic plate of food. Yeah. Oh. What are you that, doing for Super Bowl? Because I had that big giant tub. Yeah. Like inflatable oh. pool. Oh, yeah. Where you can put the yeah, snacks yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. The inflatium, I think it's called. Still got that? Oh, yeah. <coughs> so Super Bowl party at your house before hockey? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Oh. I'm a goalie. I can get rounder. <laughs> As you throw up in the corner of the rink. Hey, if you're not worth it for a win, yeah. got to push it. Um, two more questions we got coming in here. I like this one. Do the Riders go all Canadian at defensive tackle and go after someone like Cleon Lang? So you got Zach Evans. You got uh, Matt Cannon Henry. Matt Henry and Charbel DeBeer. There you go. I think they go after they go all Canadian regardless of who they go after. I don't think they go after a big name like Cleon Lang. I think they just try to develop. And especially how well Mac Henry played last year. Like, don't get me wrong, the guy can be a meathead, but he played like a beast last year. So I he took Zach Evans' starting spot. Yeah. So yeah, I I I don't see them going after Cleon Lang. That's too, too big a ticket. And then if it doesn't work out, you just throw uh, find a a vet who hasn't played in a while and bring him on, and all of a sudden he's a Canadian. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here. I haven't said this publicly yet. I think our week one defensive line, Charleston Hughes, A.C. Leonard, which we know already is, yep. Mac Henry, and DeBeer. Well, that doesn't surprise me because I was saying last year that I don't think Zach Evans ends up being back. But I'm, think, I'm leaning more towards him being back now. But after the way last year ended, I, I would I, not be surprised. You know, I, I love what he does in the community, but I have a feeling... Uh, Zach Evans will be on another roster come opening day. That would be that'd be interesting. Could you imagine yeah. uh, Rider Nation if that one happens? Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> um, did you guys see the tattoo of the guy who got uh, Chris Strebler, um with this with the Grey Cup tattooed on him? I so many things I want to say. Well, let's start but, with that. Are we talking about oh, yeah, what? Like, let, the, what, are you, what is your immediate reaction when you see that? See, he wants oh. one. He wants I hate, want a Strebler tattoo. I hate Chris Strebler so much. He's going to be an NFL star. But I love that tattoo. I The balls to get something like that. And you know what? I said this after the after the Grey Cup, his whole drunken Ovechkin party-like situation. I thought that was amazing. Chris Strebler became not a complete dink to me. He's a folk hero now in Winnipeg. Right? And that whole the picture with him and the cigar and the fur coat and you know what, dude is living his best life, and you got to respect the guy who gets that tattooed on him. And I mean, he got the got the fame he obviously wanted out of it. So good, good on him, kid. Remember the guy that got the Max Talbot's yeah. tattooed on his? We yeah. saw that guy. Yeah, that was amazing. At Melon Arena, wasn't he in a wheelchair? He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that was when Max Talbot yeah. was still on the team, so they showed him up on the big yeah. screen, and he uh, he did the shh as well oh. and put it split screen. That was awesome. Maybe Strevel will come back and they can do a split screen somehow. How is he going to the NFL? Taysom Hill. That is how. That is how. But Taysom Hill can throw the ball. Strebler can throw the ball <laughs> once. He threw a touchdown in the Grey Cup. That was a pretty nice pass to Andrew Harris. Maybe that's why it was caught, because it was an extra advantage with 
needled it in there. Needle it in there, yeah. Juice the ball, did he? Yeah, something like that. But the guy can make throws, not consistently. Yeah, but if NFL you use him, in, that. but if you use him in that Taysom Hill role, where he's only going to throw it once, twice a game, kind of thing, and you can get kind of lucky. The guy can run. The guy's a great athlete. I, I would love for him to go to the NFL just so I don't have to hear the constant <laughs> hero worship from the guy. But so hey. anyway, the question was. Would you get a tattoo of Cody Fajardo with the Grey Cup if he won it for the Riders? And would you get one even if he offered to pay for it? If Cody came up and was like, hey, guys, thanks for helping me raise some money for the NICU, Hospitals Regina Foundation. I'm just picturing a tattoo of Cody Fajardo eating a corn dog. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Instead of holding up the Grey Cup, it's you're a no big good. giant corn dog. Grey <laughs> Cup under one arm, co- uh, corn dog in the hand, and another big bite out of it, ketchup on it. You know somebody's going to get that. Yeah. Might be me. Might be me. <laughs> I don't, why not? I mean, if he was willing to pay for it, I've done stupider things in my life. I don't have a tattoo yet, so... That'd actually be my first. Am I the only one in this room with a tattoo? Yes, you are. I don't know. I don't have kids. That I feel like that's what I would get. I would get a tattoo. Kids' names or, or something anyway, right? Don't get me wrong. But I otherwise, I, I don't know what else I would get. I don't know that I love anything enough to constantly want. I hope your dogs that. don't listen to this episode. I've actually been thinking about getting some kind of like puppy uh, ear outline somewhere. Paw prints. Possibly. Or, or just, like... I don't for, know, because... For Winston, a picture of every type of food, food in humanity. Yeah, pretty much. That boy loves his food. Mm, Except for basil. He didn't eat basil. <clears throat> that was like the one thing that he spit out. All right, there you yeah. go. <laughs> That's my dog. I'd do it. I, if he paid me the money to get that tattoo, 100%. God, I don't know if I could do that. I mean, I'd look down, I'd laugh. I'd be like, I'm such an idiot. It depends on where. Like, what is wrong with me? Why on, did I get this? It depends on placement, what it looks like. I'm I'm basing this solely on the fact that they win it this year at home. Because that would be something like 2013 that I would want to remember. And I would put it, I have a I have a sports tattoo on my shoulder already. I would do it over, what do you call those? Like a tattoo over top of what I've got. Like cover, a cover up. So it wouldn't, I'd still have the same number of tattoos. That would just be a pretty epic way to replace the rider tattoo with a better rider tattoo. You know what I would get before I would get a Cody Fajardo corndog tattoo? New gainer. With the first eyes. With the meth eyes, I would get that. Just don't ever stand on a corner. People will automatically assume you're going to try and sell them drugs. <laughs> I would get that. Uh, Steve? Do you want to, uh, do you have a CFL tweet of the week? What was the, what was the one? We talked about it all last week. That was definitely the tweet, tweet of the week. Was it Josh? That tweeted yeah, Josh. It was Josh and the Andrew Harris thing that got me blocked. Where we scored, I was blocked. Oh, Josh is mad at me because he thinks I don't understand what clickbait is. But yeah. it's very clear that he doesn't understand what clickbait means. Uh, I'm just like. Ty Cats sign former Riders quarterback David Watford. You mean the guy they re-signed? Yeah. Yeah. If he was a free agent. That's Coming big, from the riders and going to Hamilton. That's a big yes. Thing. Put your hashtag former riders. To be fair, his argument is kind of it's is wishy-washy. It's still kind of, clickbait. It's still clickbait, but it's like, well, he is a former rider. Well, yeah. It's factually correct. It's just unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It's just You're not gonna put a but, Sean Lemon sign somewhere 
hashtag riders. He's not going to do that. Oh, they, well, well yeah, he no, probably no, would. They, they would. But like, I mean, logically, you're not going to do that. But, but also, I think the. Now, I'm not saying clickbait. Clickbait is wrong because I understand. I work in media. Yeah. I understand the importance of it to get people to click onto your site, especially yeah. when you sell it to advertisers, and that's how you make your money. I get that. I understand the importance of it, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. So don't necessarily, Josh. This this is for you. Don't necessarily. Oh, we're, make actually, that we're, we're actually keeping this. Up. Don't right. don't make that connection that uh, clickbait is bad. All the time. Just stop doing. Just it. No. yeah. No. Just, you don't need to put hashtag riders in literally everything. We joked about this kind of in a in a DM, and I'll bring it out here. Vinny Testaverde Jr. signing with uh, with the BC Lions. Where's the Riders tag to that one? Oh, Vinny yeah. Testaverde, his dad wore green, yeah. which is the same color as the hashtag Riders. And Julie, so I figured that was probably giving me three. And Ju- Julie Stewart Banks got the scoop. Yeah, for, she, for, former CTV Regina reporter. Yeah, she covered the hashtag Riders. See, there's always a Riders tie-in. Yeah, right. It's a nineteen. Because we're everywhere. Yeah, it's a nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> We walk among you. So anyway, back to the CFL Tweet of the Week. I got one. And you know what? We're, we're kind of cheating a little bit, but again, this is my segment. You can bite me if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit past a week. But Greg, Greg will like this one. Oh, I will like this, this one because this one might end. Well, I'm still probably going to lose it a little bit, but whatever. I don't remember. So the Blue Bombers tweeted out after the uh, WWE sent them a title belt, which they do for every sports league. They do it for the NHL. They do it for the NFL. They do it for MLS. This is the first the CFL NBA, one. But they have never before done it for the CFL. And there have been fans for years. Sheldon, one of our writers, has been begging for one every year for God knows how long. Well, it finally happened. The, the Blue Bombers got their, their title belt. And with it, they said, a championship belt for a champion. Thank you at WWE for the wonderful gift. And had a picture of Andrew Harris holding this belt. To which Josh Smith from the Podski Wee Wee replied, or quote tweeted, he would have been suspended 30 days under their wellness policy. Just saying. And the best part about that tweet isn't only the tweet, it's where we find out what, Greg? I couldn't see it because the Winnipeg Blue Bombers blocked me. The Blue Blockers? The Blue Blockers. Which did, in fact, lead to a $100 donation to charity. Yes, so. it is. Well, whatever. <laughs> I... Part of the reason why I did that, obviously, was to, one, so people would annoy the Blue, uh, blue Bombers until they unblocked me, <laughs> and two, basically just to be a, just a dick. It worked. They, it worked. they it unblocked worked. you quick. They, very quick. I think only, like, five people actually at, added them before they actually like, relented. So I, I get, I'll give the Blue Bombers props for uh, for having to put up with your uh, your garbage for, uh, <laughs> for a $100 charity donation, but... The, the best part of that, though, was... I don't know. Well, I have an I have a theory on why I got blocked by them, and it was because I was making fun of Andrew Harris. You? Yeah, me. I know. And I don't believe it. And a, a certain bomber fan outed me to them, like added them because of a. It wasn't even off. It was it was that uh, signing one of um, what's his name from Ottawa. Uh, Barassa. Yeah, Bar- the Barassa signing where I said uh, noted unrepented drug cheap signed with his team through twenty twenty one. Enough about Andrew Harris and the Bombers. <laughs> Barassa signed with the uh, Red Blacks. And yeah, so uh, some Bomber fans took offense to that and apparently got me blocked by the Blue Bombers. I'm sorry, until until he comes back with his proof that he promised everybody, he, he's going to get that razzing for the rest of his career. It's it's going to hang over him, and he's just basically going to say, I, I know what I did, and you guys don't have to worry about it. I'm like, well, you're the one who said you're going to give us proof. Yeah. We're waiting for it. If he wouldn't have done that, if he wouldn't have said, I'm sending this off to get tested and I'll have the proof. 
it probably would have. I mean, he'd still get razzed a little bit, but not not as much. If he would have apologized, I screwed up, moved on, we probably all would have moved on by now. Or even just said, Marcus Thigpen. Could have been a tainted supplement. He took his... And left it at that. Two-game suspension. No. Admitted that what I took could have been bad, could have been tainted. No. Admitted that what I put in my body is my my responsibility. It's my fault. Yep. Take the responsibility there. Even if it wasn't really your fault and what they gave you was tainted. Like it's very possible yeah, that is that is what happened with Andrew Harris. And it's very, know, very, very possible. And you know, yeah, even if Andrew Harris did not try to go But just rules. say, you know what? I took a supplement. I'm responsible for what goes in my body. It is my fault. Yeah, don't claim that's vi- it. Don't don't that's it. don't claim vindication and then have your wife go out and freak out on people on Twitter. Because they're making fun of you. You guys don't get your wives to fight your battles for you? Oh, no. I do. My wife's way more scary than me. That is true. <laughs> I, I love watching when, you're, when your wife goes off. Because she, she can get feisty. She is a very uh, opinionated young lady. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know. Yeah. Me. I know. Anyway. All of that is, kudos to Josh for Tweet of the Week. Yeah. Anyways, we got free agency starting up pretty soon. And I think that's when we're gonna we're gonna try something new next time. Our faces made for radio. Uh yeah, but we're gonna give it a shot. We're gonna do a live show. Right? Sure. We're well, gonna do a live we'll do a show. Live show. After <sighs> free agency starts, we'll have we'll actually have some things to talk about, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, we'll you see what, what happens. That, was, that'll be the next episode of Piffle's Podcast. It was just going to be a video recorded post-YouTube show, but you know what? To hell with it. It's oh, going to th- be a live show. I thought it was going to be live. It is I now. did not read the fine print. Uh, well, they're like, how am I going to edit the curses out of that one? <laughs> we don't curse on this show. Not even once. Not at beep. all. Beep. <laughs> you already have one guy to beep out earlier from today. <laughs> <laughs> Might keep that in just because. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. See if I remember it when I anybody who listens to me has heard far worse than that. <laughs> Just listen to your Al Bradbury. Yeah, I was gonna say Bra- Al Bradbury. Oh, <laughs> still my favorite in stadium rant. But my- that'll be the next Piffles podcast. We're gonna try something new and have a little bit of fun. So uh, let us know what you want to talk about. But uh, I think unless you guys got anything else, that's all I had written down in front of me. No, I think uh, I got nothing else other than unless I want to make fun of the bombers some more. We'll Always. save that for next week. Okay. Always. We need- we'll do that live. Yeah, that'll be fun. We'll read texts. All right, whose who's cell phone number are we giving out? Because I ain't giving mine public. Uh, mine's out there anyway, so whatever. <laughs> can I do a live read of my Sean Lemon DM? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, you can. We can't really yeah. stop you. It's yeah. live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's oh, going to be it for us. We're going to lose so many followers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it this week on the Piffles Podcast. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search up Piffles Podcast. You'll find us there. We're brought to you by our great friends at Dairy Queen on Elphinstone Street and Sass Drive in Regina. Special thanks as well go out to Kathy Festion of Royal LePage Regina Realty, Churchill Brewing Company, Underdogs Memorabilia, and Tallgrass Apparel for their support, making this show possible. Of course, Piffles Podcast is a proud member of the CFPN, the Canadian Football Podcast Network, and a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Like I said, that's it. This is Tyler Gilbert, Ghost Behind Your Mind. 